Dystopia Tonight. Hey guys, thanks for joining in with this. Yeah, thank you. You like the intro? Did you enjoy that? Oh my god. Oh me? Or are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You applauded, oh. so I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure if that was for the intro. Oh my god, that was for the intro, but also my dog. Oh, okay, great. Okay, good. Yes. I was like, that was the first time anybody's ever been like, well done. Well done. But also the I was like, wow. I did love the intro. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So did my like dog, actually. Yeah. Oh, sweet. That's a higher uh, level of approval. I um, yeah. I feel like I scare the shit out of like sometimes we have guests on that are, you know, to uh, slightly older, and I forget completely. Or like they're like like we had, uh, we had Ed Asner on um before he passed. Obviously, I don't have a mm. a good enough lawyer and a nice shovel to. Uh, really make that work but um right. but like you know we've had like the but like i always forget like the intro has like the guy at the end screaming at the whatever i'm always like fuck me like <laughs> like we can see their faces in the background i'm like oh they want to leave i can tell they want to leave right 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 well yeah. i i don't i love it it makes Fantastic. me want to stay even more so thank you <laughs> yeah. um so for those of you who don't know this is jamie manalis uh, and i said your last name right right yes yeah excellent i knew it <laughs> um, and she is a comedian and a writer. She's living in, in LA now, not to give away too much of your information. Um, but you were a New Yorker for a bit. Yes. Um, I, one of the reasons I, th I don't know how we started following each other. Sometimes I don't know at all. I just know that you're like fucking hysterical online and I cannot, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like I, I wish we had met in person. Cause I feel like, you know, I would have liked to have seen you like do some stand up out in New York while you were here. But, um, but yeah, man, your posts are so fucking good. But I think, my favorite is when there's any kind of an award show and you're, oh my and God, you're there yeah. and, it, <laughs> yeah. and it's like this perfect mix of, Oh my God. Hello, buddy. Hey buddy. That's, yeah. This is Rosie Cannoli. She's oh, the hey. most important part. Oh my She's goodness. so sweet. Look at her. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh she, she, I love she, the bat ears. I know she's crazy. She's crazy looking. <laughs> hey, look at you. I know. God forbid I get any attention. She needs to no, jump she needs right in. Her own podcast. She's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to start interviewing you guys. Let me know. I'm, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what's your favorite dog treat? Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever I'm eating. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, so you were, so whenever you do that kind of stuff, I like it because it feels like you're both on the inside, which you obviously are, but like, you also like comment on it from the outside too, which I just feel like is this nice blend of like, what the fuck is happening right now? Oh yeah. I mean, that is a hundred percent how I feel. Oh, that's how I feel anywhere, honestly. But, um, I'm like, I mean, I like, I shouldn't be here. Like, I feel like I, everywhere I go, I am crashing the party. Um, yes. I mean, even, you know, not to off the bat, um, talk about my VMA nomination that I love to talk about, even Which, though. Please, congratulations, <laughs> by the way. It's fucking well, sick. It is the, I forget, it is the funniest fact about me. I have a, I can do, my friend was telling me that I, well, I could do like the hardest two truths and a lie of my oh. of my life, but um, especially because I'm not a singer and I have nothing to do with the music industry. It was just right, fully right. a TikTok thing, which yes. you know, which when I got the email, I thought someone was pranking me, and <laughs> and I had already told so many people, and I was like, God, I hope this is real, otherwise I'm gonna look like such an idiot. Um, Show up to the VMAs, and everyone's like, um, "Excuse me, <laughs> who are I, you?" It was so funny and because, you know, when you got there, you had to pick up or I had to pick up my tickets under talent, which I was just like, like I, you know, for anyone that's listening, I was nominated um, for a TikTok VMA because I sang a song about eating soup alone and then John Mayer stitched it. Um, yeah. 
uh, which, you know, my, my claim to fame, if that's all I do in my life, I'm, I'm happy about, with that. But, but it was so funny because I go to the talent part and they're looking through the book of names and it's like, Megan Fox, you know, Courtney Kardashian, and then my name, because I was alone in a pandemic singing yeah. about how alone I am and how much I love soup. So anyway, anything can happen. Nothing's real. That's what it, I, that's what I learned. <laughs> it's a great way to live your life though. Cause it really helps yeah. you take shit like less seriously, but the soup thing too, like what was the, like, what, I mean, we're all, we all did crazy shit during the pandemic, whatever, but that seemed like a lot of fun to make and just do. And like, you didn't do any, like you, you didn't do it to like actually get it anywhere. Right. You weren't like, this is going to be the one. No, absolutely not. I mean, especially like whenever it gets brought up and someone's like, what's your TikTok name? And I'm like, it's, that's Jamie Biatch. Like I, I, you know, I, it was for me and my four friends. And I also was like, I don't know, the most random things happen. Like right. I, you know, started doing my TikTok because I was again, bored in lockdown mm-hmm. and I was doing old stand-up bits and then they were going viral. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is the most attention I've ever gotten from my stand-up. Right. Um, and uh, I was like, well, I'm not doing anything else. I'm just on the couch. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was great. Yeah, life is so stupid in the, the coolest way. Like you yeah. can do it. You can do anything. You can totally. sit, sit on your couch and get nominated <laughs> for a, a VMA. You don't have yeah. to leave your house. <laughs> that's i like that feeling of like i don't belong though too because like i feel like that's just a natural feeling for funny people to have like comedians to have especially when we're around naturally like like i I feel like actors and stuff like that really wear that well like they should be either if they've just started they have this Mm -hmm. kind of aura about them where i always feel like a fraud no matter what um i don't know how you do you do you embrace it or do you like how live with that imposter syndrome in a different way I think when I'm at my lowest, uh, I, I definitely can go into like a dark hole with that. But when I'm, you know, when something, when I get rewarded for doing nothing, I guess I, (laughs) I definitely, I'm like, oh, this is so silly. Like I've tricked everyone. Like I'm not supposed to be doing this, but until they kick me out, (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm just going to have fun and, and not take it so seriously. But, um, but it, you know, also with comedy, like, cause I did stand up for a few years in New York. And then when I moved out here, I kind of stopped. Oh, there's my dog. I kind of stopped because I was like, am I doing this because I like it? Or am I doing this because I hate myself? (laughs) A little bit of both. Yeah. (laughs) Um, oh my god i'm so sorry miss cannoli she's okay. she really wants to be a part of it um but um but i definitely feel like uh i i feel like as i've gotten older i just stopped caring like yeah. i mean i say that every time i post i do have a little ego death uh but <laughs> uh, but other than that i mean I, I think it just depends on the day, but I definitely deal with imposter syndrome. And then mm. I hear about m- way more successful people dealing with it forever, yeah. which gives me, which makes me feel better, but also stresses me out because no, I want. Because it never ends. I had the same conversation. So I, I, I had the same conversation with Kelly Carlin who like 
dives deep into imposter syndrome shit. And when I was talking to her about it, I um, like five, six years ago, she had posted something she had written about it. And I don't know if it was like a Substack or whatever it was at the time, but I had screenshot it to save it and then forgot about it years later. And then when I wound up talking to her again, I brought it up and she was like, holy shit, that was from like 2011. You know what I mean? Or like whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I, I think about it and I thought it would help me knowing that somebody, you know, who, you know, who she is would help out. And then I wound up going and hanging out with um, when Carol had her second funny women of a certain age taping, I was talking to Lunell outside the building and it was Lunell, Caroline Ray, um, Carol Lee for whatever. And uh, Lunell said the same shit. And she was just like, Oh no, like it never fucking stops like if you don't like and i was just like and I, at first i was like oh my god that's so cool and then like i walked away and i was like fuck <laughs> right 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 yeah. well it's funny because i had a moment like that too because i um with carol because i hosted the first women of a certain age because it was like a millennial hosting it like a young person hosting it, and yeah for cinder block fest and I was bringing up like Janine Garofalo and all these. And I just was like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, you know, and also because I used to work at a comedy club. I was a cocktail waitress at the stand. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I, was, I, it was... I, <laughs> I, I didn't want, what am I going to be like? Oh, what a, what a, what a no, 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 no. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, we may work there again, so who knows? Right, right, right. Um, uh, <laughs> definitely not me, but but yeah. Um, uh, but I, I think I just had it in my head, you know, being also being around so many comedians um, and having, and I hadn't done it yet. Um, I just, they're all the mean voices in my head of like, I'm not yeah. supposed to be here. Um, but especially when I brought up Junine Garofalo, it was like, God, I'm so like I can't tell if I want to be her or if I'm if I'm in love with her or both or whatever's going on there both. mentally both yeah. probably both um yeah. but yeah I, I mean anything anytime anything cool happens I think it's a prank so <laughs> yeah no totally and like I from from doing this thing I love that we're just talking about our our careers right now or like or whatever we think it is because this is like who off it's nobody ever gets to hear this this is just between two people who you know work somewhat in the industry and then uh you know have their good moments and bad moments but good moment uh after doing this thing I get to you know um you know, interview a lot of people that I, that I probably wouldn't get to otherwise. Right. Or get to talk to people. And then if we hit it off, which normally works, like I'll get to go hang out at concerts or backstage and shit, but there's this fucking, like, I probably, I'm glad I play it somewhat cool in the moment, but mm -hmm. everything inside is like, they're going to find out you suck. Um, yeah. and then, or, or whatever it is that you shouldn't be. And it's never the case. I've never had anybody be outwardly mean. I don't know if you've had an, that happen, but I don't know why I can't get it in my head that I'm like, I mean, other than douchey comics, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like right. normally, like, like usually the bigger the celebrity or the bigger the person is, they're totally chill. And mm -hmm. it's always the, you know, slightly below bitter fucking, you know, people that are really rude, but I don't know why I can't get it in my head like that. It's okay. Like it's, they're fine. It's going to be chill, but it won't. Ever yeah, no, I know. I mean, I, I completely, you know, I, I have to remind myself too that, like, first of all, no one cares. Uh, no one cares except for me. Yeah, and and, and most people are like normal. Like, mm -hmm. even if they're absolutely out of their mind, like yeah. most people, like, just want to get along with you. Like, yes. no psycho 
wants everyone to like fail. That's just like the mean voice in your head. Um, right. So I, I absolutely relate. And, and then I make it, you know, this whole thing, it's that it's not and whatever. We're all forever, um, you know, 10 year olds. Oh <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then also I think whatever it is, is burnt out. And this could be a com comedian thing specifically, but like whatever it is that says I shouldn't be talking to these people. Cause I've called like, people at their homes and i because if my like if my manager gets me a phone number and he's like hey um so and so want you know they want to know more about the show why don't you give him a call i'll just do it mm -hmm. and i'm like and i'm talking to this person that i know like it doesn't make any sense like if i step right. outside <laughs> myself i'm like this is fucking stupid that mm -hmm. you would just do it or i can't believe so and so picked up and then now like we're putting together this uh ms benefit that i'm doing or whatever and i'm making phone calls like really i shouldn't be doing this like there, right. there should be like a gate or a fence in between me and this other human being but i'm literally just like hey uh remember me <laughs> like no you know or, or sometimes they're like yeah and i'm like really do you really um and but it i don't know what happens and i don't know if that's just because we're jaded or what i don't get it well i also think it is always refreshing when you think that and then you meet someone else uh, who has no idea what they're doing that is, you know, more successful than you. And you're like, oh, everyone's just kind of winging it. Like yes. I need, I need to chill out. And, you know, I, without naming names, I worked for a very successful <laughs> um, writer director and we just were always winging it. And I was like, oh, wow, you can just, you can just kind of, you know, have fun yes. <laughs> whatever and and it doesn't have to be that serious i also have to remember like it's just comedy yep. like whether you're like writing a very serious dramedy or like making dick jokes like it it's just it's not that serious like right. it really isn't that serious and i feel like we all get in our heads i'm like it really isn't brain surgery we're just trying to make the perfect dick joke like oh, it's yeah. fine like it really is fine yeah. like and and everyone wants you to do well yes like, and what it does do well they're like in your corner it's not like anybody abandons you after that they're like now it's even better like thank you like holy mm -hmm. shit i got something really mm -hmm. fucked up to tell you afterward um i was i almost <laughs> swear to god i almost did it on air and it's nothing like but it but it is like just a it's a weird like somebody high high up a friend of mine knows them in a in a very intimate but like it's oh kind of okay wait okay <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but it's kind of interesting because i'm like my god celebrities they're just like uh, you know what i mean but in like the most yeah. fucked up way like possible and nothing terrible but i'm just like oh my god like really like this is what's i i can't i know it's super vague i'll just cut this part out but it's uh <laughs> It's, it's seriously like I if I remember afterward once we get off this thing I'll tell you what what happened. No, um, please 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 tell me. I mean I under I know because like I've again whatever been on like random dates with people that are like six like famous ish mm -hmm. <laughs> not yeah. not to brag um but um <laughs> I could tea. be yeah I could be making it up because I'm not gonna name who but mm -hmm. I just remember like I went out with this guy and I looked up to him when I was younger and he was so absolutely lame. And I was like, Oh, that's so crazy. Like you are still just a guy. Like yeah. you're just actually a lame guy who happens to be extremely successful and famous, which yeah. love that for you. But I'm like, Oh, you're just a dude. Right. Um, uh, so I don't know. It does you know, make me feel better as, you know, when I'm feeling insecure, but it also is like, oh, everyone's just like, I think 
you know, especially in society, we like separate, we like put every celebrity on a pedestal and then you meet them and you're like, oh, whatever. Totally. This is, and so. and plus when you realize when you're working within that field, how many people they have them building that fucking machine, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Where they're like, oh, they're create. he's got like groups of people here, here, here who are creating this thing. Mm -hmm. And then you're just this asshole stuck in the middle. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, what I get and that's whoever they want me to be. I, I just want my kids to go to college and or whatever the hell, you know. Because right. it is so strange. Like I and, and it's funny too. Do you ever get like because you know you're writing for these people? Does that humanize them for you or does it make it worse? I mean, I think both. <laughs> uh, you know, I I definitely have put people on pedestals and they have very very much fallen from grace <laughs> like yeah, yeah. uh but i i also i don't know i always have to remember especially if it's like a there's a lull like if i'm not working for a while mm -hmm. um and then you get in your head of like oh like i'm never again gonna i'm never gonna get another job like this was a fluke blah 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 um but yeah. then i remember exactly everything we're saying it's like oh like i don't know like it's all random it doesn't mean anything like you could be like the most amazing writer and you live in like somewhere in the middle of anywhere and you don't know anyone and it you, whatever job you get or don't get doesn't make you less of a great writer right. um it's all kind of random so i think i'm just a lot more open uh now to being really nice and meeting people. I think that before I used to be really like into being like an angsty, yeah. like everyone sucks. Like right. I'm still like, you know, a grunge teenager. Uh, and now I'm just like, I don't know. Everyone's just trying to figure it out. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And it makes it a lot easier to get along with people too. Like, I think the only kind of, I don't want to even say it's like a grudge or resentment. Like I just don't, it, it's just a me thing probably, but like just from working in the clubs or whatever, I cannot, I have no sympathy and very probably little respect for like club owners, business owner. Like I, I don't think enough shit burned down during BLM. I was hoping for more fires. Um, yeah. And also I don't think enough businesses closed during the fucking, like th there's just, you know, one of my friends just went to a comedy club out in LA and she's, um, she's a big TikTok person. You probably know her, but I won't, I'll let you know after because she's still trying to get into some of these places. Mm -hmm. um, she got into one of the clubs that's relatively new, I think over there. And immediately I felt like so bad because she was telling me a little bit about her experience there with one, with the with the club owner. And I was like, yeah, he's a fucking douche. And I was like going through like, uh, just do your set, get out of there. If they're weird to you, you know, whatever the deal is. But I was like, God damn, this fucking suck. Like how long like has one this been going on? How long do we have to put up with this shit? But I kind of still feel a little bit hopeful. We're like, you know, you got nominated for a VMA through a TikTok, right? Like maybe <laughs> we don't, maybe we don't have to all be going through. I, the, the club scene or the circuit or whatever, like stay with the clubs that are fine and, and are kind of fun. And then when they stop becoming fun, fuck it, you know, like maybe don't do it anymore. I, I know. know. I know. I mean, it's, it, it sucks because it's like, uh, I don't know. I mean, especially, I mean, I know I like said the stand, but I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You can, you can bleep it out or you can leave it. I don't no, know. No, no, no. I don't really, but... honestly, burning bridges is my like, just like, because <laughs> Here's my thing. I can fucking swim. So I don't care about, about them. Don't give a shit. So yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, the stand can, well, yeah. Well, you know, I, because I remember I wanted, you know, I was going to the new school and 
you know, like studying like feminist literature and then like going to the stand where like people would literally just call me like tits. And I was like, this is crazy. This is like the only place in the world where it's still in like the 1970s. Right, um, right. And also like wanting to start comedy because I was in my early 20s. So I was like, ugh, like I can't like act upset because um, I want everyone to know that I can take a joke. Cause like, sure. but also I'm like, can we like, I don't know, you're like 45 and married. Like what is going on here? Like, you know, like I just, you know, but also like the, the management, I mean, whatever. But I remember I wanted to leave because they wouldn't let me pursue stand-up while I worked there. And I was 23 and they were like, you know, this is just funny, but they were like, one of the owners was like, you can either stay here and be a waitress or you can go pursue stand-up. And I was like, I didn't move to New York to be a professional waitress. Like, what are you, this is like a college job. Like, this right. isn't that, what are you talking about? Wow. Like, what why? an ultimatum. I know. I was like, why would you make this so easy for me to leave? Right. But I, it was just so funny. I was like, where in your head do you think, what world would I be in where I'm like, oh, here I, I just want to be a cocktail waitress, which is also like some people do and that's fine. But sure. I'm like, people don't move to New York to spend a million dollars on rent to yeah, yeah. stay a waitress. Right. Um, yeah. So he was basically I just, like, which level of abuse do you want? Abuse from yeah. customers or abuse from every male <laughs> comedian in the industry? Which would it like? What would you like it to be? Exactly. Um, so it was just funny, but I, I do think you know. I don't know. I'm glad I worked there, and it was very you know eye opening. <laughs> yeah. And and I met a lot of people that I I do still sincerely love. But yeah, it was de definitely a learning a learning experience. Totally. I think there's probably more people, I mean, that I like that and that and that I dislike. I wish the ones that I disliked or didn't see eye to eye or whatever didn't stick out in my head as much. I don't know why they do, because it really does. Like, if I take it, I've been doing this since I was like 20. Um, so, you know, I mean, I. but I think that I think the people that are just genuine assholes, like I, they're not as many as the people who have been just kind of cool and chilling. People like Carol or people, you know, like whatever who I've met that I'm just like, oh, they're really fucking cool. And they like the craft and the, and they're not dicks in the business or whatever, but. Well, cause um, do you, you, do you know how I know Carol? I do not. I, I mean, we talk about this, we joke about it, but I used to date her son. That's adorable. Yeah. So I love, I love, love, love Carol, love Lane. Hey Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Carol. Um, but. They're uh, the best. Yeah. So it was, it was, you know, it's really funny, but anyway, I like to. I like to throw that out there. <laughs> That's so weird, though, because when I when I was thinking because when I wanted to have you on the show, I hate I, I have a weird thing where like I will either approach people online. I don't know, should I should really redact that and figure out how to say that better. Uh -huh. But I'll like approach people like <laughs> or like oh god, I don't know what is wrong with me tonight. Um, <laughs> ADD is really kicking in. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, but like I was like, oh, like I should message her, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Like you know, I don't. We follow each other, but I don't remember why, and I don't know why. And then I saw that you followed Car or like vice versa or whatever. And I was like, I will, I'll like, I'll ask Carol if, if she, you know, would want to do it. And then she was like, oh yeah, absolutely. But, uh, and she didn't mention that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she was like, she probably would have, or maybe she assumed I knew. I don't even know. But yeah, that's fucking small world. That's great. I know. I know. It's really funny. It was like before I was comedy adjacent when I met her. And then when I started doing comedy, she was like very much like mentory and helped. And she's I, ever, I, she's my comedy mom as well. She used to, I before her. I met, yeah, before I met Lane, I would do, you know, the club circuit and like 
you know, the road and stuff. And Carol and I would wind up, you know, working together in like whatever the cycles were. And uh, she would always, I never, I hadn't met Lane at the time, but she would be like, oh, I'm with my comedy son right now because I love Scrubs. He loves Scrubs. So like he and yeah. I like kind of connected and we would like talk about shit all the time. And then finally I got to meet him and, um, and now he's been on the show and stuff, but we obviously met and, and we get along and shit. But it was funny because um, I had um, the Gin Blossoms and Toad the Wet Sprocket on this show oh, before wow. they were in. Yeah, yeah. Before they were in New York. And then they invited me out to come see them at the um, Central Park. And then I was just telling Carol, I'm like, yeah, I'm going, whatever. And she's like, oh, Lane is working that show. So I just love that kind of like, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking weird. He's like, yeah. Lane. Oh, she texted me and she was like, Lane's going through the VIP tickets and your name is on the, the list or whatever. Oh and I was just God. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this fucking concert thing or whatever. So that's they're, so they're the best, though. That's oh, that's so cool. My um my boyfriend's a huge Jim Blossoms fan. So that's, Oh my God. So, okay. <laughs> so your boyfriend and I would get along extremely well. because I, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two of us. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. against I, the world. Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I'm such a, like, uh, so when I, when I started doing this, I was obviously grabbing comedians that I was for like, like, you know, the usual like Lewis Black, Judy Gold, Tom Pop or whatever. And then I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, I'm going to see if I can get like some 90s bands on that I love because when am I ever going to get to talk to them or like, or an excuse to do it. And then of course it wound up working out. And I went through this like 90s nostalgic, I'm still going through it, but like mm -hmm. this, you know, whatever. And um, and it's it's weird because some people like really love those bands. And then I could tell by when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a huge Kelly Gross fan. People are like, be like, oh, that's, oh yeah. that's nice for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice for you. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, anyway, that's just me, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love it. I, I, I get it. I'm, as soon as we, like almost every morning, he puts on Never Let You Go as if he's like in his own 90s movie. Like every, every morning. So that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe at his place. So I'm, That's I'm so... in, I'm in a nineties rom-com every time I'm over there. So congratulations. A, gr a great place to be actually. Yeah. Not I was going to say, <laughs> let me know if you ever need me, you need to be tapped out. Cause I'll come in and as his, as his BFF and I'll be like, dude, where we go? And like, we'll get in an old, you know, uh, you know, car beat up piece of shit car with the paneling exactly. on the side. We'll go traveling. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. You can get in his old Volvo and, and have a little, have a little road trip movie. Can yeah. I, just, I, I, can, I don't know if he just ripped it out of my head. I was going to say Volvo. And then I was like, don't do that, John. That's embarrassing. Why would you, if that, is that your only, and then you just did it. So that was great. I did it. I am, I embarrassed us. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I did it. I'm overjoyed right now because I was like, yes, fucking solid <laughs> reference. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, oh my God. That's so great. So when you started doing stand-up though, were you already interested in like show business entertainment kind of stuff? Or did you kind of fall into it as out of like a necessity? Um, well, I uh well I started any of this. I, I've been writing my whole life different types. I did like freelance journalism. I when I was younger, I wanted to be a poet, uh, which oh. is so adorable uh i was like i don't need to go to school i just gonna write poetry uh but then i was like i need to make money so i changed my major to screenwriting <laughs> because i thought i would make money doing that which is also funny um yeah. but uh you know me just having no concept of money obviously <laughs> right um or how you make it but um <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think I always, I always wanted that. I always wanted to act and I always wanted to write and act and just perform my own stuff. 
Um, I uh, have been like that since I was a kid. I'm I'm a Leo, (laughs) Um, but I (laughs) but I Sagittarius. um, Oh oh okay. Look at us. Five signs. Okay, love that. Love that for us. Um, (laughs) But I. I think I just took it a lot more seriously when I moved out here. I think when I was in New York, I was also, I was younger. And so I was bartending and I worked like five different jobs. So I was like kind of more into the narrative of, of working crazy jobs and doing stand up. And I was like, Oh, I like this version of me. And then when I moved back out here, I was like, Oh, what the hell? Like I could have been having a nice time this whole time. Like <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, but I think uh, I have always, sorry, my dog is being a little, she's being, she's being a dog. Um, (laughs) But I, I think I, I, I did always want to, but I just took it a lot more seriously when I moved back out here. Definitely. Yeah. And was it, did you, did you click with other comedians (laughs) right away? Did you have like a group of people that you went to places with and, and, you know, in in New York, in New York, we I was with my friend Anders Lee, and I would go to mm. open mics with him a lot, like all of like the like the experimental in Brooklyn, um, and uh, kind of like the bar scene. And I had a weekly show with Remy Casimir, who also hosts a great podcast. Um, oh, and we had a weekly show called Our Famous Friends um, uh, in the Lower East Side, and that was really really fun. She uh she killed it. She did most of the work on that. I have to I have to give that to her. She killed it. Um, but I but out then I moved back out here and I did some mics, but I was like, I was like yeah, it's so different. It's like mm-hmm. not the same, and it feels like especially because I wasn't like a big stand up. So like coming here, I felt like I was starting from scratch. Yeah, but I have started again, and it's been really nice. But it is like. God, it is. I'm so, I'm so sorry. My dog is going crazy. Is it? It's so right. annoying. Okay. No. Right. Well, oh. it's. I mean, you know, I can. I'm trying to. Every time she does it, I'm like, I think I can edit that out. Okay. Okay. Because. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Is, I. Because. live? Yeah. No. Well, it's live. It's kind of live, but it's, it's we're being live. recorded, so it, you're. I. Right. I know. I think she just just like has to go to the bathroom, but it's fine. Sorry. You want to take it? Listen, I'm not kidding right now. We can, if you need to take her, you can take her real quick. Okay. I'm so sorry. I It I is totally did. fine. Okay. Oh, okay. You, yeah. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Like, it's fine by me. I'm, okay. Is, yeah. okay, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's... no, no. You're fine. Okay. I will be right back. Yeah. 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 Go for it. I okay. get it. Listen. Oh, I'll but just... because we're not live. Are we live? Are people? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll be yeah, right yeah. back. I'm so Go sorry. Yeah. No, you're good.
Hi, I'm so sorry. Thank you for understanding. I was like, she had an emergency. I I was like, why are you? She never barks. I was like, why are you barking like this? It's totally. I'm like, it's it's a first. So I'm always happy to do a first. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I was like, for a second, I was like, I can't tell if we're actually live, and I'm gonna feel so embarrassed. But no, dude. For what? One point when we actually were live in the very beginning, when during the pandemic, one of the guests cat threw up, and he got up. And like, as he's still telling the story, it was like unrolling paper towel and just like literally oh. cleaning up cat throw up while he was still doing the thing. So I was just like, this is new. <laughs> so- okay. Wow. Thank so- you for saying that because I feel so much better. And now I'm actually the best guest you've ever had. So never mind. I feel, I yeah, feel you were probably, Yeah. You were like, oh God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I was no, like I'm, the, I'm the worst guest. Like, this is terrible. He hates me. He's going to tell Carol that I suck. And then I was like, oh my God, never mind. Actually, actually hearing Carol's that. Carol's on right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like. We have Carol and Lane on right now. Bring um, her in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Well. You're totally fine. I'm I'm <laughs> like the most relaxed human being. Nobody, anybody who says that, by the way, is probably not, but I swear, I don't know why I just was like, I'm very chill. And then everyone was like, no, I don't think so. No, I don't yeah. give a shit. It, it's funny because I, um, my whole life, I've wanted everyone to think that I'm so chill, like, especially like dating or whatever. I'm like, oh, I don't care. I'm so chill, but I am like the most deeply unchill person I've ever met in my life. Like just <laughs> trying so hard to be the cool girl. I just want so badly to be the cool, mysterious girl, but I can't yeah. shut the fuck up. And I'm so anxious. Like I can't, I can't I hang. Do. I would love to be the cool, mysterious girl as well. And I yeah. never, I never make the cut. I am like, I think I have a high tolerance for like, like my friends will be like, you have a lot of patience, but I know it doesn't feel like that to me because I'm losing my shit internally, like as stuff happens and not, but like, so, um, Oh God, dude, like uh, my manager. And then like this other, who's not my manager anymore, but like, and we left on good, like he's still working on some stuff, but, but it's just like, um, I don't know. It's like when you tell, when you ask somebody to do something and I, you get to the point where they're, they're either not doing it or they're not picking up on it. And every fucking fiber of my being wants to be like, are you fucking retarded? Like, are yeah. you like, just explain, like, do you hate me? It's got to be one or the other. You hate mm-hmm. me or you're hiding some kind of clinical condition that makes you not do this shit that's like common, not, you know. And that's when I lose it. And then when I do do shit, like people are like, what the fuck is his problem? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Like, this is like, this is like 10 months in the making. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, I, so I don't know. I, I, it's, it's weird. I don't get it either. No, I, I absolutely. I mean, I think now I'm a lot better at expressing things, but I think like, I mean, especially with, I mean, it's mostly with, with dating, but I'll, in the beginning, Uh, I'll, I'll just be an absolute, I'll, I'll pretend I am as cool as a cucumber. I don't care. I don't care what's going on, but inside I am like, 30 years ahead and I'm like well now we're married and because you do this yesterday now I think you're gonna do this in 30 I'm just I'm I'm cuckoo bananas but yeah see can I tell you something right now though I think it's stereotypically stereotypically I think they expect women to do that right and then because I do that and I'm a guy I think Mm -hmm. people like well like so I was um dating this one girl who we're still close and we still talk and all that other shit actually most of my exes I actually talk to and I don't like that I don't that's I'll a good some, sign. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like it is a good <laughs> sign. And I think it's great. And then I'll have some other people who are like, that's why do you do that to yourself? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, there's nothing I'm doing. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. am I doing something? So anyway, but like we we started dating and um, it was like early on where 
I was, she just gotten out of a relationship and I was trying to be chill with whatever was going on. Right. But I was at the point where I do want to be in a relationship. So then I was like, no, you go and like, we'll hook up. You go do your thing and have fun. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Uh, you know, we're totally fine just doing this. I was not fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I was anything but fine. Right. And then, you know, so then I was kind of like, Hey, look, and I was, I think what I wound up, what I wound up doing was I was like, look, um, you know, you should just go do what you got to do. Like, I'm, I'm not clearly not okay with it, but I'm, I'm not going to hold you back, whatever. And then we wound up dating, but she felt pressured to date, which I didn't know because I was like, oh my I God. thought letting somebody else, I was like, go do that, do it. But I can't do the hookup thing. Cause I hate admitting that I have feelings. I do, but I fucking hate it. Cause it's yeah. stupid. Ugh, it's embarrassing. I it know. Is. I it's know. Such garbage, I know. right? Like fucking whatever. Anyway. So I was like, no, just go do your thing. And then it's fine. Then we want to, quote unquote dating and then it didn't work out and then it's now we're like really close friends but we every now and then we revisit what happened and i'm always like i don't know i don't want to talk about it <laughs> like you know but i i don't know i don't know where i'm at for like relationship wise i feel like sometimes i just want to uh i don't know it just feels like it'd be fun to like gradually build something like go along it never fucking works out like that so i'm just i'm tapping out i'm done yeah yeah well it's funny because right before uh i met my boyfriend um uh i had i was i mean i've always like dated girls and guys but right before i met my boyfriend I came out to my like entire family and all my friends. And I was like, I'm a lesbian. I was like crying hysterically. I know I'm a lesbian. I found myself in the pandemic. I'm fully a lesbian. Right. Um, and then I met my boyfriend uh, a week later, like wow. actually. So <laughs> it's not to say that lesbians aren't real because they are, but like, I feel like this is like a terrible thing to be saying. It's just my personal experience. <laughs> lesbians are real. Um, <laughs> But, but whatever maniac came away with lesbians aren't real from what you just I want to meet that person. I don't think anybody would have picked that I, up. But I I just feel like guys are always like, oh, like, yeah, you're a lesbian until you've been with me or like with oh, like the I right dude that I feel oh like God. I'm yeah, yeah. I've my story is like, oh, yeah, because you found the right guy. And it's like, no, 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 right. I'm I was just wrong. Uh, I was, yeah, you yeah. know, you, you can be wrong, apparently. Totally. Uh, that's new for me because I'm I'm usually always right. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, it was humbling experience, but I remember like we met and I, you know, when you meet someone, you're like, oh, this is going to be like a big deal. Like, yeah. okay, this is going to be the thing, um, which I haven't had often really. And I was like, oh my God, I, I just came out to like my cousins. Like I have to, <laughs> I was like, I just made a whole dramatic thing about being a lesbian it's like oh I'm not a lesbian I just need attention or whatever but <laughs> I you know but it but I it really was the most when you least expect it I yeah. absolutely thought it was going to be a woman and it wasn't so you know I that's great though you just never know and also like you know I mean you probably just buy you know what I mean or if you ever I don't know yeah yeah well, that, and that's then... yeah that's the thing I thought I was just fully one way but I'm like hmm. Ugh, okay I guess I guess and I also, just like everyone. Yeah, yeah. And also, by the way, I feel like if you are bi and you feel like you're leaning one way, it's because one of the genders pissed you the fuck. You know what I mean? Like you probably yeah. have, like, you're probably just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Oh my um, God. I, absolutely. And I, I think I was, yeah, I don't know. I also spent too much time on TikTok during the time where everyone's oh, yeah. like, dying. I'm like, it's like, you're act. you think you're bi, but you're actually a lesbian. Like, <laughs> like, you know, you're think. 
you know, whatever, but you're actually autistic. Like, right. oh, there was just oh, so yeah. many. I was like, oh, and I think it feels good to like label yourself, to put yourself in a, in a box to understand yourself. But I think for me, it actually just confused me even more. Cause I was yeah. like, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> I wish people would get away. I, I honestly, I don't understand what this generation's obsession with labeling is because I liked, I'm, I don't even think I come from a generation that didn't like labeling, but I personally don't like, even as far as like, I mean, obviously to look at me, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a liberal person, obviously, you know what I mean? But that's a thing, but I still never classify myself in any particular, particular way. I don't know why I just don't like the label thing, but when you're on TikTok, man, they really want to know, like, are you this? And are you this? And one of my friends who's by went to a comedy show and she was like, and it was, she went to an LGBTQ comedy show. So it was all of that. But I don't I don't understand the inner workings of that community too much. But she was very much like one of the um, girls who went up there who's straight up lesbian was like trying which kind of comedically. But also she felt like it was a little too harsh shitting on by people. And mm. she was like, you need to pick a side right fucking now. And I and I didn't realize that. But there's apparently like a whole thing where like they really yeah. don't, like they lean. So maybe TikTok. I don't know. They, they they don't buy it. I don't get the, it. The, the biphobia. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, I mean, I think that's how they treat bisexual guys too. Well, like in a different way, it's like, they're mm. like, Oh, bisexual girls like are secretly straight and bisexual guys are secretly gay where it's like, actually everyone oh just like wants to fuck each other. I guess. I don't know. Everyone, everyone's attractive. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, I can't speak for all bisexual girlies, but I do feel like it is a common thing of liking everyone and also absolutely no one. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. like, I was like single for like five years. And wow. Uh, but I, I get that. I'm there. On purpose. On yeah, purpose. no, no, no. I, I'm, yeah. I'm the same. <laughs> okay. Like, no, no, no. But I feel like that. <laughs> I said, wow. Like, I was like, whoa. Uh, whoa. Be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I said, wow, because I feel like the same. Like, I've been single for a long period of time or, or like, had somebody I was consistently hooking up with, but like, we were just like, yeah, just then let's not. And I don't know if that means I'm broken where I just don't ever think of myself in a, I, I might be, I don't know. I think mm -hmm. I'm tired of it or I, I've been in a lot of relationships or whatever. Like, but I try to talk to one of my friends about this and I swear to God, I don't know if I'm preaching some kind of cult like philosophy, but I believe, cause I always say like, you know, I'm like, you know, if you're friends with people for the most part, you're attracted to your, your friends. Like, like you just said, we're all attractive, right? Like, I don't believe you're ever like maybe not attracted enough to like fuck that or like do anything, but like there's that level of attraction there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how it happens like gradually over time. Cause she was like, you know, you've hooked up with a lot of your friends. And I'm like, yeah, because I, you know, but not like immediately, like you get to know people years go by your friends. Sometimes you are both single or whatever the fuck the deal is. And you know, it may not, doesn't mean you want to marry them, but like, I don't know. Like, there's always that thing where I'm like, yeah, you kind of have that. You like their personality or you think they're actually physically attracted or whatever it is. But you may not work out as far as like a, a marriage or like an actual dating thing. That's my opinion. I feel like everybody's kind of slightly attracted to, you know, yeah, I, depending I, on I, where you're, you know. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think it depends. You also hear like those stories of, you know, I forgot who, but it's like this famous, this like old famous actor i i can't actually this is a terrible anecdote i'm so sorry but but I, what i'm trying to say is like you'll be friends forever with someone and then you know i don't know you're old and you're like i don't know i guess i guess it's you like oh yeah yeah oh i can't know? wait for that day to come yeah uh, <laughs> that's so romantic nice. yeah, i guess yeah. it's you uh I, 
literally, I feel like one of my friends and I were talking about that. Um, and another, my friend Tara, she doesn't care that I'll mention her name, but like literally, we were just drinking one night and then we're just like, how come we've, and I realized, I was like, hold up, this is literally because we're older right now. And <laughs> there's a bad decision coming up real quick. So let's pump the brake. But it was like, we were just like, oh yeah, we're both uh, in our late 30s and, you know, whatever. And I was like, God, that sounds like when we sober up, that's going to be sad as fucking shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how any of it's supposed to work. Well, I, I heard um, this, maybe I read it on Twitter, uh, uh, but it's like you're, it's something like your late 20s is like the teens of the young adults and your 30s is like the, you're like, basically your late 30s you're we're young we're 15 yeah. forever it's okay we're we're it's not that old i mean i was just talking <laughs> with, with with my friend today of like you know how each generation is just becomes more and more in like an arrested development <laughs> but yeah i think it's i don't know it's like i'm 30 but i feel like i'm 15 years old in like a good way uh yeah <laughs> You know, I guess I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no, I know. No, I know exactly what you mean. And I like have a hard time in my brain. Like one, I don't think any of us look the age we are or the or the age that our, you know, parents or grandparents were. Absolutely. Like somebody just posted something on Twitter where it was Steve Martin and uh, Diane Keaton in. Um, uh, my God, what's that movie where they're um, the married marriage movie or whatever. Bridesmaid something. Um, oh, Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. They were both mid Ford, I think like 44, 45, but they dressed old as shit, pearls, frumpy. They, none of us look like, like, nobody 40 something looks like that right now. And no. then especially like in your 30s and stuff, like I don't, I don't know, my friends and I don't, I don't think we do anyway. Or maybe younger people are looking at us like, Jesus Christ, sit down. Um, oh but God, I don't feel I, it. No, I, I was, I was out and there was this young kid must've been like 20 and he was talking about a band that I'd never heard of. And there was mm. another girl next to me and she was 23 and she was making a joke being like, "Ugh, this kid. And I was like, you are so much younger than me. And she goes, we're <laughs> she's like, we're definitely the same age. And yeah. I was like, well, how old are you? And she was like 23. And I was like, I'm 30. And her jaw dropped. Like I was the oldest person she had ever met in her life. Like it yeah. was like so upsetting. Yep. But I'm like, oh, wow. I can't believe it must be dark. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't believe you think I could be 23 years old. I, lo yeah. I love that for me. I'm going to yeah. hold on to that for dear life. But yeah, no one knows what anyone's supposed to look like anymore because we all, I literally dress like I did when I was a teenager, which again, so, I don't think is anything to brag about. Yeah, I know, but... No, I know. Like, come on. Like, it's the most ridiculous. But like, I was, um, there's this TikToker who's a van lifer who I became friends with and she's been on the show. And so we've talked periodically. She is 23, or, no, she's 24 now. Mm -hmm. And her best friend is like 30, 31. So we were just talking and doing whatever and i said something off the cuff where i was just like yeah like it's done i'm done i'm near death like i'm too old to blah 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 she's like oh come on like you're not you know whatever you're like what she goes 29 30 and i was like no i'm i'm 38 and she was literally same thing where she was like what and i was like oh fuck me like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like i'm 38 and she and i didn't know if that was like i don't know if she thought i looked like shit for a 30 year old or if I look right. like, you know, I didn't know which way it was going. So I didn't take any of it as a compliment. I just felt like I was like, oh, man, yeah, that's that's fucked up. Like nobody has any idea. It's weird.
Well, you don't look a day over 29 to me, actually. Thank you very much. So I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I really do appreciate that. I'm we, like, that's nice. We could both definitely play teenagers on a CW show. Is, <laughs> is, that's the age we're at. We could play teenagers on yes. Riverdale. That, yeah. That's, that's where we're at. That's oh, the that's, only way. I, yeah. <laughs> I take it. I take it in a fucking heartbeat. Do you remember being a kid? Did you ever do those class trips to like the school you were going to eventually? Oh, wait, what, what do you mean? Like, oh, oh, like when I was a kid, like to tour college or something. Or like a high school. Uh, yeah, I just made myself sound really poor. Do you ever take a field trip to another building in your town? That was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I was like, we went to the zoo. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're like, we went to museums, John. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I remember doing that and going to high school and like literally thinking they were like near Fort, like, uh, oh, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like that was like, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, these kids, these people are... But then I look at my friends and I when we were in high school and I'm like, we look like children. Like, <laughs> like there's something wrong with us. I know. I know. I like had nothing, nothing to like call the police about, but I had an inappropriate relationship with one of my teachers. And sorry, just throw that out there. Um, but uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> nothing to call the uh, to police call. about is the that's what I'm naming this episode, by the way. <laughs> Uh, that is hilarious. Nothing to, I don't want Nothing. you to get upset. I, I don't oh, want, I just want to let, you know, everything technically above board, like, but yeah. whatever. I did have an inappropriate friendship with a teacher. Um, well, where was I going with this? All oh, right. Okay, so. I don't know, but I love it. You just I keep just... going. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the end of my story. Uh, no, but, um, just needed someone to Top hear that, me out. John. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you were real fucking lonely in high school, you piece oh, of shit. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I remember why this is relevant. But I remember, like, my friends were like, that's so weird that you eat lunch, you know, with Mr. Blah, blah, blah. And, oh. and I was like, I was like, no, I'm just really mature for my age. Like, I just look a lot older. I am a lot older. Like, you wouldn't understand. And I look at photos of me. I'm like, no, I look like a 16-year-old. Like, yeah. I, I straight up, like, this man was, like, 35. I genuinely look like 16-year-olds. Like, yeah. that's not true. There was – it's so crazy. My Like, everybody always – I feel like we always – people talk about this kind of shit quietly, obviously, and we're going to do it on a podcast. But mm -hmm. um, one of uh, senior year, there was a guy that came back from, I guess, college and he was 20, whatever you, whatever your teaching age is, where it's like, um, God, you're not really teaching, but whatever it is, assistant. I don't know what it is. He was doing his sure. rounds. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he was um, filling in, not even subbing, but he's like, we have to shadow somebody, but the other teacher was gone or whatever. But he was dating because when he was in, still in high school, he had a high school girlfriend. So like it was, she was a junior or whatever. When he was a senior, he graduated, mm -hmm. came back. She was a senior in our class. They were still kind of whatever, but he came back to the high school. But then they found out or whatever. And were like, oh, you're still like, they didn't care that he was, you know, whatever. It was just like, you can't be dating a thing. They fired right. the guy. And oh, yeah, wow. and it, it was like this big thing or whatever. But the funny thing to me is, is they're like, I don't know what he's done, but they're, you know, married kids like that lasted as opposed to, you know, when I'm like, when I think of my friends who did last, who did everything correct. You know what I mean? Like it was right. a huge fucking scandal that we didn't understand when we were younger, but we were like, oh, that's, you know, whatever the fucking deal is. But yeah, it's, 
I, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 19. And my oh, friends okay, did. Okay, King. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> That's awesome. No, it's not. My friends, I, my friends peaced out when they were like 15, 16. I, I, I love, you know. I personally love that. As a romantic, I love that. I, I lost my virginity when I was 18. Okay. Um, oh, but, all right. But that's because, um, not because up, I wasn't a fucking loser. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> but that's because, um, I had this thing called vaginismus, which is like a psychosomatic thing where like, you can't have sex. Um, oh, I don't so, even know that existed. Yeah. I, um, uh, actually when I was 23, I wrote an article about it for vice, which God, oh, I regret. Awesome. I just, oh, well, yes, yes. Not. Well, no, no, I mean, it, <laughs> It is awesome, but it was like definitely during the like time where everyone was like telling their most traumatic things for like a hundred dollars. Like you know, <laughs> like so like it was just like I was like twenty three, like yes, like I'm gonna tell Vice every terrible thing or every hard thing that's happened to me. Wow. Um, but it, it it was cool. And what was so so cool about it is that um, it went viral. No big deal. Um, Sweet. Nice, and nice. Yeah, my mom was like sick, uh, but um, uh, I so many girls and older women reached out to me and was like, "Oh my god, I've never met anyone else who's had this." So that was the really cool wow. part. That was actually, I mean, that made it worth it. I was like, I don't care that you know I could see people I went to community college with commenting like, "Did we have class together?" Like on like the Vice <laughs> page, I didn't know you couldn't have sex. That's crazy. Um, but you should have come to me. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I, you know, but I, I couldn't like have sex with my boyfriend. Like we tried for, mm. like we did. I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's in, it's in the Vice article, but it was really, really hard, but, and we could never have. It was, it was, yeah, it was terrible. Well, how I soon know. did you know that it was a, um, a condition as opposed to like you that you? Because I can imagine like. If it's your first time and you were the guy, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on. So, like, was it like, uh, I should immediately go get this checked out? Or did you just think he didn't know what he was doing? <laughs> were you like, dude, come on, man. I mean, it's pretty simple. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. I I, can't. I think I blocked a lot of this out, to be completely honest. But I do I know you. I have um, uh, a very, like, friendship. I'm very open with my mom. And my mom had the same thing. Uh, oh, and, wow. and I went to a therapist and it is a psychosomatic thing. You can use dilators and it's just a whole thing. And I was like a teenager and thought I would never be able to have sex with anyone, um, mm. which was, uh, which sucked. Uh, Frightening, I was yeah. Like, yeah. I well, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna have to like literally suck dick. Like it's a part-time <laughs> job. Like if I'm going to have anyone be my boyfriend, like this <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> like I, I don't know what else I'm gonna do. Um, oh so my god! Luckily, I don't have to do that because I, um, you know, I, I have had a lot of girls reach out to me and or just people, you know, reach out to me and they're like, "How did you get over this?" And I actually don't understand how it, you know, I, I, I don't, and I know it's not helpful for anyone, but. I just sort of got, it just sort of happened. And I yeah. was so surprised that it happened, but I tried for two years, almost three years. I, I like, honestly, like I would drink, I would take pills. Like I just tried everything. Like I couldn't even, I didn't wear tampons. Like I couldn't put any, it was like a wow. whole psychological um, 
Yeah, it's pretty crazy, and it a is- lot of people get it, and no one talks about it, which is also I, not yeah, a surprise. I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm a guy and I would never hear of it either. But now I'm going to kind of ask my uh, my friends if uh, they've ever heard of it or had yeah. anybody go. Because the other thing is too is like it's got to suck when anytime anything is being done to you and it's being done by you mm-hmm. without your control, like it, not having an answer for like I was like you know, I've dealt with depression, like in and out as every, you know, everybody obviously is coming out saying they have or whatever. But I remember being like three years of it being super, super bad. And when people ask me what I did, because everybody seems to have this miraculous story sometimes where they're like, oh, and this, you know, woman pulled me out of it or my girlfriend pulled me out or like something I thought of, whatever. I have nothing that I can tell anybody how I decided to come out on the other side of it. I just, my brain, I just, I'm not saying it that I still don't get set or whatever it is. But I do remember one day feeling not feeling like that or maybe not feeling like that a little less. And I can't tell you how. I mean, honestly, it's it's you know, it's time. I mean, I don't know. It's so annoying because all the cliches are true. Um, uh, You know, like I during the pandemic, I like changed my entire life, like kind of one thing at a time. But I, you know, like I quit drinking and I quit smoking and I during the pandemic. Yeah. And I, um, like lost like a hundred pounds in like 11 months. Like I just kind of went, thank you. I gained a lot of it back because I'm in a happy relationship, but it's fine. Um, again, not to brag, but, um, uh, only I'm going to die alone. Yeah. Just here to make you feel as lonely as possible. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't realize (laughs) we were going to turn into one of those nights, but it's fine. I'm totally cool with it. I'm like, oh, remember when you said you are over your depression? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm here <laughs> to change that. Let me tell you how happy I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm in a loving, caring relationship. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because when I talk to people and they're like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. nothing crazy happened. I just woke up and was like, okay, like. I'm not going to do this and I am going to go for a walk and I'm not going to smoke or whatever it was. Um, but it is funny, you know, it's, I, I wish I knew exactly what happened, you know, why I could, why I can have sex now. And also like how I was able to do all of those things kind of cold Turkey. Cause then I could write a book about it and monetize it and (laughs) and make a lot of money off of other people. But I can't do that. I don't know what I did. (laughs) I'm not going to, yeah. You go on a speaking tour. Well, that's the thing, though, too. It's like it could have been you just named a bunch of different stuff that you did. Like, how many times does like a combination of shit work for whatever reason on somebody's body when literally drugs and all that other shit don't work? Yeah, I don't. You know, do you do, do you find it easier to talk about shit that like? Because so was it hard to date or hard to meet somebody? Like, did you have to? Because I can imagine like my friend is um, a single mom, right? And it and she's got to. She just made it. Uh, a point to tell anybody that she starts to date she's got kids because she knows that could be like a thing but in your case like what was that like like did you stop trying to date people or were you like friends with them first and was like hey look just so you know this is what i had like how did that work out for you oh for the for the sex thing like yeah yeah is that something that's hard to bring up well no i mean i i luckily haven't really had any trouble with that since i you know since I was like 18. I mean, sometimes I do. Um, but I mean, for a brief time between my, you know, boyfriend in high school and then 
the person that I did like lose my virginity to whatever I when I would meet guys I was like oh god I was like when do I bring up that by the way I can't have sex I mean whenever I did talk to guys about it I think they just thought it was hot like they were just like whoa like I'm (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to change this. Like, this is a conquest. Like yeah, guys yeah. are, cause guys are so dumb. And I'm like, and at yeah. that point I was like, I literally don't care. Like, I just want it to be over with. So I know I can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which also, I guess guys found hot, but whatever. Like I just, you know, I, I, I'm lucky in that I didn't really have to be single for long dealing with that. But no, there are a good. lot of women that again, like have reached out to me. There was one, woman who's like 45 she's never had sex uh never had well never had penetrative sex and and uh yeah i mean i don't know if she finally has this was like god almost like 10 years ago uh, seven years ago i'm not gonna age myself up i was 23 um but i you know but yeah a lot of people had had it a lot worse than i did but i remember it was like very isolating and weird because it sounds like a made-up thing to get out of having sex with someone but i know i wonder how many guys walked away like god damn why am i so fucking ugly i'm never gonna get laid like just like you know they're already in their head to begin with that would have been my luck i would have been like sure you can't have sex oh you have a medical condition yeah yeah Yeah. that doctors won't research because you're a woman never heard of that yeah (laughs) totally oh my god brutal but that's cool so was was that when you were doing when you were performing too or no 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 i like no i mean when you wrote the story about it where you where you when you wrote for vice were you doing stand-up and stuff no i i well i just started i okay i my first time ever performing ever was when i was like 21 and i just wanted to do the moth and i put my name in and i was called last and then i won and i was like holy shit i know i was like oh okay maybe i should do this and then, uh, and then I didn't do it for like another two years. And then I started doing stand up, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I also have a history of like trying something. And if it works out, I'm like, holy shit, that worked. And then I'm scared that it won't work out again. That I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to do this again. <laughs> like I want to live off this high that I did a really good job once, but you just um, bill Murray yourself in like space jam. You're like, I'm going yeah. out on top undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so uh but yeah then i started stand up yeah around around the time i wrote that um yeah yeah so it was writing comedically that so like when you were doing stand-up and stuff like that what's the transition between performing your own material and then going like oh you know what i think i could write in somebody else's voice or like write for you know um a, a show or, or whatever like a, a word stuff i um i don't know i uh, literally what we were taught just winging it just being like i think i could do this uh nice. but i i do i do when i am writing though uh i do feel like there is a little bit of my voice for better or for worse probably not i i could probably learn to separate myself a little more mm-hmm. but it is it's so much easier to like get into a character uh um if you put yourself in it but um yeah. I, I think I, I mean, even when I do stand up, uh, I still feel like it's still like a persona because I'm not, you know, always being, uh, 
so ridiculous because I, I usually want people to like me. So I'm usually <laughs> a little bit more to myself when I meet people. That'll um, fade. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hopefully. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but uh, I think, did I answer the question? I think, but yeah, I, 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 I'm like, wait, what am I, what am I thinking about? Um, but I, uh, I don't know. I, I think I just like being a little more like ridiculous. I think that's kind of the only difference, I guess. Yeah. I, am I being am no. I making sense and having yeah, yeah. okay okay <laughs> hey your one eye is twitching you want to maybe yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like oh god fuck yeah uh, I don't know how to help her I'm too far away <laughs> I don't know what to do um <laughs> yeah that's the a... one time my dog doesn't bark is when I need help yeah. I was gonna say yeah I'm like where's the where's that fucking dog, dog. <laughs> how, do we, how do we get the dog to call 911 oh my god I'm yeah god Rosie oh, um that so is, is that why you I moved? Should... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say that is something I should train her to do as a hypochondriac. But anyway, I got a cat. My cat's not going to fucking do. He's going to eat my face before uh, I ever, before it ever gets help. A hundred percent. Yeah, and I love him for it. I, I <laughs> respect it. I would be like, I get it, guy. I would do the same shit. Mm -hmm. Um. So is that why you moved to Los Angeles? I mean, because that's most people who want to write like usually moved to that's what they say anyway i lived in la for two years right. and i was literally gonna kill myself so like i was <laughs> like that was the that was the three-year period when i was like oh i'm kind of sad i should move to la and i had a bunch of network meetings and i was like you know what i'm fucking staying yeah. and then things kind of slowed down and i was like okay well this is sad mm -hmm. uh, i don't know what i'm gonna do and then mm -hmm. i lived in like four different places and oh my the, god yeah and the last place i wound up i lived in studio city for a bit Okay. And then the girl I moved out there with, who was just a friend, wound up piecing out with the um, security deposit to the next place we lived. And um, yeah. And uh, and just like moving in with a bunch of people, whatever it was. And I was like, oh, that's, I guess that's the fucking end of that. Um, and then oh, I lived no. in San Clemente, which was too far from where I wanted to be. Um, and then wound up in Downey, which was sad as shit. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Okay. Well, yeah, you weren't in LA, LA. I'm from LA and I actually don't know where two of those places are. So, oh, yeah. San Clemente like is like sucks. San Diego, yeah. like South. Like it's, wait, is it South? Yeah. What are you doing in Downey? No offense to anyone from Downey. No. Right? But... Oh, please. <laughs> offense. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I wound up in Downey because I went to, um, I was just poor as shit and I went to a real estate agent and I was like, hey, I need help finding any place that I can afford like this. And she was like, yeah. mm, I can't help you, but I do know somebody who's renting a room, but they're in Downey. And mm. I was like, that's fine. And I did it. And he was like a nice enough dude, but also like 100% conservative um, would shoot birds in his backyard with his gun. And um, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just in this little room. We would never turn the AC on. I was on an air mattress that was constantly deflating. Uh, and I was, so was my um, sense of and will to live, I think. And then, so that was it. And I would just get on the highway <laughs> and, and go to, uh, go to hang out at like ice house flappers, you know, anywhere I could be that wasn't there. And then I would wow. come back. Wow. I wonder yeah. why you wanted to kill yourself. That's so crazy. And I was like, no, this is what it's supposed to be. And then I had like oh, a few, you know, one of my friends who was living, who's, she was working at flappers comedy club. It was like the saddest shit ever. I just walked up and I was like, hi, I don't know anybody. Can we be friends? And then she was just like, yeah, yeah. She was like, so her name, she's great. She's uh, she's a writer out there too or whatever. But 
yeah she worked at the comedy club i was at and i was like hi i just want a, a friend oh my <laughs> god craigslist dad yeah yes yeah, yeah yeah seriously and then you know but it was cool i met some nice people out there and and i don't think of it that way as much anymore but literally like every time i go back i'm like fuck this fucking place like it's i like it but i hate it yeah Can't i mean it. i i hear all the time from people who move from new york to la how lonely and isolating it is and i i think i'm just really lucky because i'm from here so i've never yeah. really i've had that experience on like a teenage level but mm. not in a like oh i'm so or like in just a I don't know, normal person level, but if you don't yeah. really know anyone and you move here, yeah, you're in your car. Like people don't really talk to you. Um, it's yeah, it is. It's kind of dark. Yeah. It's up, I, I can imagine. <laughs> it is. And like, even the comedian, like I, you know, the, I knew a lot of comedians or whatever, but even like being on those shows sometimes, like you're just not aware or familiar of like the, what they're doing or who they are. Like, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. And and then, but I know, you know what I mean, but I, I just can't even put it into words for the most part. Cause now I'm used to it. Now I'm fine. I like going out there. I like hanging out. I like doing shows. I like doing the clubs or whatever, but I've just felt like I was like, what am I, what am I fucking doing right now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I hated LA when I grew up here. I hated the Valley. My parents are from Australia and they moved oh, wow. here kind of accidentally. Yeah. They, they worked in the music industry and um my dad so awesome. yeah yeah my dad was um uh like production manager for faith no more and oh, holy shit yeah and my mom was the tour publicist and that's how they met on a faith no more and cheap trick tour <laughs> so what the fuck i know i know i know my parents are way cooler than have a way cooler story than they um that's awesome though yeah yeah but i they moved here for work for like six months and they absolutely, my mom, the last place she wanted to be was Los Angeles. But, you know, my dad kept getting work and my, my mom got pregnant. So they just stayed here. Oh, it's your fault. Um, it is. That's absolutely my fault. Uh, nice. And everything normally is. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because my mom hated it here. She'd always be like, God, I can't believe I'm raising you here. And I'd be like, okay, well, I'm eight years old. So I don't know. I like my friends. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, right. I, she, they wanted to move to London. And at the time I was like, oh, what the hell? I could have had a cooler accent. Like, yeah, why am I from the Valley? Like, this is so <laughs> fucked. But I, I grew up in Studio City. Um, nice. But um, I liked it there when I lived I, there. It was nice. I, I, I hated it. I really hated the Valley. And it's Mom. so funny. I talk about this with my friends where like my concept of what a small town was is so just not right. real because I would, I'd hated the Valley and I would listen to all those songs about getting out of your town and finally living your life. And I'd be like listening to it in like Sherman Oaks being like, Oh, <laughs> as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to start my real life and I'm never going to see you, any of you again. And you know, it's just so silly, but, um, but yeah, I lived in New York and then I, I moved back. Well, I moved back here, uh, because my dad was sick. Um, oh, shit. so I moved back here to take care of him. Um, just letting everyone know I'm like a really good person. Um, but, uh, <laughs> How's he doing? 
Well, he's dead, but uh, but it didn't. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I, if it makes you feel any better, mine's died in November. So. Oh, oh my yeah. god. No, it's. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh my god. I like well, that we now just openly said that. That's good. Yeah, we're, we're getting in it out the, there in, in the dead dad club. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it fucking sucks. But... I'll send you some memes. They're horrible. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Well, I should give you. Oh my god. Um. I'll give you, I have a, a dead dad card that I made. I'll, oh, I'll send you one. Please. That <laughs> yeah. would be great. I would yeah. love that. I, I talked I'll, about I'll... him on stage for the first time this past weekend. I was in oh, wow. Virginia, which is the place you want to be to talk about your dad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know no, why I said I was in Virginia. Like it was an impro. I was like, I was in a comedy club in Virginia, not to brag. I was actually in Virginia this past weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, fancy. Got that Virginia yeah. money. All right. <laughs> Speaking of killing yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this close. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, god damn. But yeah, yeah, I talked about it for the first time and I was like, "Oh, that was nice." And then that was it. That'll be it. Yeah. How was it? Do you feel like you want to do that again? It was good. Um I I worked it in where I already cuz I was, you know, I think I was well into the to my set at that point. Like I I don't know. It may have been like close to the 50 minute mark or whatever it was, but I was like, Oh, I feel like they're, they're with me. Let me bring up, let me bring up the dead dead shit. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I did some jokes and stuff. They're not completely polished yet, but I like did a bunch of shit, talked about what I had said at the funeral or whatever. That was kind of funny, kind of worked it in, but it felt good. It felt really nice that like, Oh, okay. Like the, the punchlines landed, I have to get there quicker, but you know, and I didn't break down. Uh, you know, yes. so I was like, so I was like, that's pretty cool. Uh, that might be, might be fun to do. So yeah, I might do it again. That's great. Yeah. I, I did, I've done some dead dad jokes and it just depends on the, it just really depends because I obviously yeah. think they're hilarious. Uh, right. but some people are like, like no one, I'm like, damn it. If only I, the audience could just be people with dead dads. <laughs> like that is like the prime audience. Yeah, you know? the, that's what I wish for you people. Yeah. If you could just get on my level. <laughs> You'd um, get that this is okay. Yeah. Do you know, do you know Ryan Stout? I don't Comedy, know. Comedian? I don't I, know. I, so his, uh, so his um, wife, who um, is the tour manager for New Kids on the Block, by the way. Oh, whatever, wow. Which I only found out, like, whatever. Okay. But he had, he saw my post on my Instagram about, I rarely ever post about, like, super personal stuff, but for some reason, my dad died. I wrote this post, and then I, like, half regretted it because I was like, oh, now too many, too many people know I'm sad. I don't like when people know that I'm sad. It's, like, a weird thing where I'm like, oh, they know I'm alive, and that fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, oh, but I posted God. it, and he had seen it, and he was like, hey, my wife and I just went through this with her dad. I'm going to put you whatever. And she was messaging me and was literally really good about like, here's what you're going to fucking go through. Mm -hmm. um, yada, yada, yada. If you need me, she was really great about it. And then um, after the wake and stuff is when she was like, all right, are you ready yet? Can I, can I send you some dead dad memes? And I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> please. And, and then she's been sending them. And I mean, and they're just so cathartic and fucking warped and met, you know what I mean? Like, it's just great. So oh, that's the know, first time I ever heard about them. That, um, and um, I read Lori Kilmartin's Dead People Suck. Oh, I've never read that. I love Lori. Yeah, it's so amazing. Um, Dead it's people Dead People Suck. It's really cool. Um, oh, wow. I read it like right when my dad died. Um, mm. And yeah, it's it's really funny and and cool. Um, but but yeah, I know I 
I just remember like going through it and I was like, God, I can't believe everyone I know is going to have to do this. Like this yeah. is so crazy and shitty and the whole world is going on as if everything's normal but this yep. is kind of like the this is so insane that we all have that everyone's gonna die <laughs> you know yeah. like it's so fucked and up. that we're gonna like i don't i don't know what like yeah i mean i've had grand obviously we probably both had grandparents die like all of this shit yeah but like uh, the parent thing is so fucking weird and i felt bad because i took too much not even like time off i didn't like it so it was in the beginning of november i kind of put the some postponed some podcast guests that i had had and also like nixed some shows and stuff obviously because i had you know stuff to plan or whatever and then um you know thanksgiving hit and i normally take a bit of a break around the holidays like christmas stuff so it just wound up being like from november to december and then i just started feeling like what is the point like i couldn't understand or get or get it get a wrap my head around like you know one day him being in the nursing home or whatever. And then them giving me 13 boxes full of issue, like that they all had ready to go. Yeah. And like that, I don't know why I wasn't better at, at dealing with it or whatever it was, but I was like in a funk for a bit where I was like, what is, I don't get it. Like, why am I doing any of this shit? Like, wow. You are weird. bad at uh, being, having emotions. Cause you're like, yeah, he died. And I was like in a funk for some reason. <laughs> 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 yeah. My, my literal father died. And I don't, I was just kind of like in a funk for like a month <laughs> <laughs> like like I, buddy yeah. yeah i know i yeah i i don't yeah that's a good point i don't know <laughs> i don't i should really talk to somebody uh i wasn't really feeling like myself it was so weird like i just i don't know why i really i can't pinpoint the crazy the event that would have happened that would make me feel that way <laughs> <laughs> you're just roasting the shit yeah like <laughs> what the fuck oh god no you're so you're absolutely right i don't yeah i guess that doesn't make any sense but yeah i'll work on it i'll, I'll figure that out <laughs> no i i i i know i mean i you know my dad uh had brain cancer for like a year and wow. i i knew that i was like oh but he was also sick my whole life he had a heart condition oh my god this is oh, such a fun podcast no this is good though so, okay okay um but um so i think like when i was a kid i felt like there was a part of me that was like always a little like ugh, like is he gonna die like what's gonna happen uh and so even when he did die i was kind of like oh like this is it's just it's hard yeah. to explain and um and it was so so funny you know he you know again like worked in the music industry and he had all of these crazy cool t-shirts that are that are my inheritance actually <laughs> it's like cool like tour shirts faith no more yeah. shirts but there was this one shirt i was obsessed with and it was a rage against the machine shirt and all it's all the members with like Christmas hats on. It's like a really funny, weird shirt. And right. I've always wanted it. And my dad was always like over my dead body with the shirt. And uh and then like I remember like it was close to him dying. And I was like, of course I'm sad thinking about my dad dying, but I'm like, gotta make sure I get that shirt. Like I gotta, <laughs> I've gotta get that shirt. And then like, I don't know, the day before he died. I walked in and the nurse put him in the fucking shirt. And I was like, and my dad looked at me and I was like, you fucker. Like, wow. you know, you like, it was like his last kind of like, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He put on the shirt and then, 
I, you know, whatever. And then the next day he died in a different shirt, but you know, whatever he died. And then this really nice lady came up to me and I was kind of like in shock. And she was like, is there anything you want him to wear? like to go to the cremation and I was like crying and I was like, there's a rage against the machine shirt. Like, I oh my God. And, <laughs> and, and then I was like, yep, like that's the end of that. that. And then the next day I found it in his laundry and I was like, what? so I, we washed it whatever, but I ended up, I, I was like, what shirt did she, whatever, not my business, but yeah. I, but I ended up with the shirt somehow. So I, wow. I have the shirt still, which is, which is cool. That's but. crazy though, because that's like his last, like, you know, goodbye, get, you know what I mean? Like that he actually yeah. wound up with it. That's really sweet. Damn. Yeah. But, or, but or I, she just had no clue who rage against him. She was like, pick some other, ra- they look like that would be that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the chipmunk. She's like, this is seems the same. This you know? is it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I know. So, but I yeah, I got a bunch of cool shirts, and also I opened up a credit card, and I think he might have used my social security to open one up. So I inherited forty grand of his debt too. But anyway, love you, Dad. So that sounds like a my dad move because like there, there's like so he. I've talked about it a little bit, but he was basically uh, just a con artist for most of his life and a bit of an addict and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. And not in a bad, like not, not in an addict where like, you know, he's strung out any kind of way, you know what I mean? But just like pills and, and all that kind of shit. Um, but he would. A fun one. Yeah. A fun one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, like you would never know, but he would take your money. Yeah. Um, but that's the kind of, you know, like I think uh, the funeral, um, the woman at the funeral home, I got in there and the first thing she says to me was goes, she goes, everybody got got by your father. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, oh I guess I don't know, you know, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and they didn't seem mad about it. You know what I mean? And that was the thing. Like they were, you know, everybody did. And, and uh, you know, he, when he was a kid, like he sold a building an abandoned building in Brooklyn to a couple that didn't know he wasn't a real, like he made fake cards oh My God! and he wow. sold a parking lot to somebody and he would get money out of these people. Cause I remember asking his brothers, I was like, listen, dad did all this dumb shit. Where's the money? Like, am I, you know, like I didn't say it when he died, but I was always like, where the fuck? Like he always used to like steal like 30 grand here. And he was always in trouble with the mob and like all this other shit. I'm like, where, where's all the, oh and they'd be like, he just spend it. Yeah. <laughs> like on, not on me. Yeah. <laughs> so like on what was it? But, yeah, it was the, it was a weird kind of like he um he went quickly and but it was one of those things mm-hmm. where like when my parents divorced, I thought the same thing kind of like like with your but your dad had like a heart condition. I just thought my dad was gonna get murdered like straight up like because I knew he was into like dumb shit. Like he went to Rikers at one point because he had sold so much coke from the basement. Like they were the FBI was watching wow. him when I was going there. By the way, in between like my mom would like you know on weekends. So like my dad was doing just shady shit all the time. But like, um, but I, I did when I was a kid, I was just always like really upset because I was like, oh, he's going to die. Like, I always thought my mom was the one who kept what's true. Like she kept him working some kind of stable job, but mm-hmm. he would always get in trouble. And then um, so I was like, oh, fuck, he's definitely going to die. And then it just got to the point where like he had gone to the hospital for surgeries to get pill or whatever it was, like gotten all this stuff done. And then at one point he had like fallen off a motorcycle, like really injured himself badly um and then wound up in a nursing home for the last 11 years right mm. so he was doing that and they kept him on four things of oxycon a day and i was Whoa. still like anytime he went in i was like oh this is gonna and he, nothing ever happened so me and his brothers included were like he's gonna outlive us all like there's yeah no, you know what i mean so then mm. when i got a call that he was in the icu out of the blue i was just like 
I mean, I went there, but I didn't expect what happened. And it literally was a succession of like four days. And then they found like a, um, like cancer on his lung, um, kidney failure, like literally like one thing after the other. And then I still have no answers because I've been like, hey, does anybody want to, did he know about this shit? How did the hospital miss this stuff? Like, how do you have a fucking thing on your lung and nobody knows? Like, you know, so. That's terrible. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it was just nuts. But I did always think, I think that's why I'm like, God, I don't know why I wasn't prepared for but i really yeah. did i thought he was gonna die when i was younger all the time i was always like you know oh it's my last phone call with my dad because he's obviously stealing something i know i mean you know it, it's so funny because i was always like prepared to but um i and i know this sounds so cold but i like didn't think i was because i was thought i was prepared i was like i can't believe how sad i was you yeah. know it's like such a crazy and I know it yeah. sounds I sound like such a bitch, but like I truly <laughs> like I was like, I don't know, I've been kind of prepping since I was like eleven. Like yeah. maybe he'll die. And I always felt so guilty every time we would get into a fight because I was like, what if this is the last one, even though oh my God. he's being an insane person? Um That's crazy that we had like completely different fathers, but also felt the same. Yeah. It'll be so much cooler if it was the mob, but yeah, no, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) but I would get into arguments with him too. And he would, cause he would, he would know the exact right fucking thing to say, to piss me off. He would either, you would say something about my mom or like, or, or just either jokingly say how good of a daddy, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he'd be like, Oh, you know, I'm the, or whatever the fuck it was. And I would, it would just set me off. And then I would say something inevitably terrible, hang up. And then be like, fuck, what if like, you know, or I think that really upset him. And then sometimes I'd be like, I think he's faking it. I don't think he gets upset. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. One of the last conversations I have with him that I recorded for some reason, I don't, it was on his birthday, but I was just asking him a bunch of dumb questions. And I said something like, you know, because he had me, my brothers who are half brothers and he, he had three different marriages and a sister I've never met, a half sister I've never met. And oh, wow, still never him. met her. Never met her. No, she's in F- Florida, I think. I don't even know if she knows. I mean, I think she knows. I, exa- I, I have no idea. Um, but uh, but I was like, did you? I'm like, you had like three three children. Like, did you actually want kids? And he literally just looks at me and goes, I had them. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, God damn, man. Yeah. <laughs> I had oh, my God. I, oh, my God. That's that's amazing. Awesome. I do, Are you... Do you, do you want to reach out to this sister or are you like, you know, you're not interested? I would. I mean, I would, I, I actually would, we were talking about it and we were like, does anybody know if we can let her know that like dad died? Like I know they, I, I think right. he may have still talked or, or wrote her or something like that. Like, I think there was some correspondence, but as far as I know, she's not like on Facebook. Um, oh, whoa. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think she's got a kid. I don't know. I, I mean, I would, I, I don't even know her last name. I, that's the other thing too, is like, wow. I, my dad never really spoke about like, I yeah, I don't know. I would ask him and he'd be like, oh, she's all right. And right. I'd be like, did you talk to her? Like when? Like, I don't know. Like, and I don't think my brothers know at all. Like, I mean, they know of her, but I don't think they have any idea because she was, um, God, I don't even know. I, I really don't know when he had her. Yeah. I know she's wow. older than us. I think, or she's the, the middle kid or whatever, but yeah. Whoa, that's so it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. No, my my dad, I yeah, similar. He was just kind of himself until the end for better or worse, which I think is cool. I'm like going out with a bang, 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his, and th the version of that, you know, is I've, I have a younger sister and towards the end, you know, and we didn't, my dad and I didn't have a great relationship, but you know, we didn't really like each other, but we loved each other, whatever, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I get but it. I remember one time I opened the door and my little sister was still living in New York and I came back, I opened the door and he was like, Maddie, I was like, still Jamie. And he went, ugh. Like, I was like, <laughs> sorry. Oh anyway, my God. Let's go have a cigarette. Uh, oh. oh, that's fucking classic. <laughs> I know. I mean, it is really funny. And I I know he like loved me. Like I don't have any, yeah. any issues there, but it is very funny. I was like, sorry, buddy. And that's, uh, that's the thing though. He knew you knew because how you know, he wouldn't have been able to do that if he, no. you know what I mean? I don't think he would have been able to go oh, without you knowing, you know? He's like, oh, all right, you <laughs> let's, let's do this thing. Yeah. Uh, so I was, <laughs> it's yeah it's but yeah i don't know do you believe I, in our our like our our families or parents or anything like that kind of informing our sense of humor and, and to a certain extent i mean i know oh a my, lot of it's our personalities but like do you think you got it because of how you're raised oh my god totally i yeah. was you know i had a very weird ass childhood and you know my parents are australian like they're fucking weird as shit like they you know <laughs> have you ever met a normal australian person like they, no. you know, it was funny when I, I went to visit like in 2019 and I hadn't been in so long and, you know, obviously this before I got sober, but I was like, wow, everyone loves to drink and everyone's really loud and everyone wants to eat <laughs> shrimp. I was like, this is just like my culture. Like, this is so cool. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, but my dad also is my both my parents are very funny and they're nice. kind of like little fuckers. Like they just want to see what they can get away with, which yeah. I have the same thing in me. You know, I I think mine is a little more innocent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like my parents, you know, I don't know, like I I definitely think mo a lot of my personality is uh, some of it is informed by and then also in spite of who my parents are. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's that. And also just growing up in a very like, you know, no one's had a normal childhood, but no. I, you know, I, I don't know, like they would have like crazy parties and uh i was just talking about this today uh, they would have these crazy barbecues and my dad would pay me a nickel for every cigarette butt that i picked up <laughs> it's like like shit like that like like i don't know yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that has a lot to do with who i am now you know? yep like, it's not it's not like that happened and it's just right over my head right like was, this is great <laughs> yeah but, you know, I loved it. It was just an alternative Easter egg hunt. But, you know, like it was, you know, but, you know, I don't know. I I think when I was younger, I was a lot more focused on being angry about it. Now I just think it's really funny. I'm like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I could be so much worse. Like, I'm fine. Dude, I feel you. I thought I, and the other thing is, is I thought I was supposed to be angry about it. I saw people who were like, when I was a kid, like, you know, who probably didn't have it anywhere near as weird as I did as far as a dad mm -hmm. or whatever the hell it is. But they'd be like, you know, super emo, or like mopey about it or like really whatever. And I was like, man, maybe I should be like, why aren't I angry about this? Or why am I not going through whatever it is? I remember having like, even in my 20s, having an acting coach who was like trying to get me to like, you know, 
get feel some deep shit about it. And I was like, you have no idea how like detached I am. Like, I think a lot of it's like my family in Brooklyn. If I told you like half of the shit that he did and that they've all done when they were like, and now I'm like, it's fucking hysteric. Like, you know, we were all telling stories when he passed and it was hilarious. And mm -hmm. it was, you know, but to anybody on the outside, they're like, I'm sorry, he stole what? And how am I, or like, who's the, and your uncle, he went to jail and like, but like, to me, I'm just like, yeah, that's, you know, my fucking weird family. I didn't do any of it, but <laughs> like, yeah, what am I going to do about what they already are and how long they've lived before me? And, you know, and I feel like it makes us resilient in some way, you know? Oh, totally. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I've always had a sense of humor about like my dad and, and my like weird childhood but mm -hmm. I, I i don't know i mean we all i've always laughed about it like yeah. me and my mom and my sister bring up like insane things my dad would do i mean like one time like my you know my, i mean my dad was also like he was a lot of things but he also had like a personality disorder and was an alcoholic um but you know like one time he grounded me because he said I was the reason why the Iraq war started. Like, you know, he just was like, you know, <laughs> which I, I wish I could take credit for something like that. And, you know, but I, I was, you know, actually eight years old. So unfortunately was not, you know, wow. was not doing that, but um, you know, shit like, like he as far just as was, you know, as far as I know, I have nothing to do with it. Um, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking your word for it, but man, yeah. this should be, this is going to be eye-opening for a lot of people. I don't like <laughs> this makes that nothing to call the police about really way more relevant. <laughs> I'm starting to think I should really have this yeah, <laughs> on, to the on, authorities. On speed dial, I know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know, like that I feel like that like that was the vibe. So it was sure. a very very strange, you know, vibe yeah. <laughs> over there, but I always thought it was really funny and I yeah. always, you know, and I, I don't know, but I was, I was a very angry kid though, but, yeah. um, but now I, you know, cause I also didn't, you know, when you watch movies and TV and you, you know, you want, you don't, there's only so many personalities you can absorb to figure out who you are. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. like the angsty, I'm the angry girl who has crazy shit going on that you would never understand. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, I don't know, everyone, that's everyone. So yeah, we would have been we would have been friends when we were younger, though, because I was always like that person seems cool as shit to hang yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I feel like I yeah, I feel like we definitely would be uh, smoking weed and talking about our dads and trying to one up each other. Oh uh... <laughs> what can we still do that? I'll absolutely. That yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. You ever, you ever see that shit where like, um, I mean, I, I like God. I, I was saying, see that shit. And I'm trying to get an example of my, so like, let's say the Cuomo brothers, right. Mm -hmm. Who I know, like, what's his name? The, the governor, Andrew, Andrew, I don't even know. I should know that's from mm -hmm. where I am. But anyway, obviously did some fucked up shit, but I love the take on it where they're like, Oh my God, like, can you believe he gave his family uh, the shot before anybody else? And I'm like, yes, like, yes, I can. Do you yeah. understand what like, like, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and then it's like, oh, when his brother tried to help him out of the scandal. Yes. It's like, why is that the most shocking thing to you? Like, that's yeah. what's supposed to happen. Like, you're always like, there's nothing like, like, as, in spite of like all the shit, my family, like, there's nothing we all wouldn't do for each other. You know, it's, it's weird to me that, that people think that like, that's the most heinous thing. Like, 
family stuck by or like friends or whatever like that. Like, why did they turn that person in? I'm like, because they're fucking family. I don't know. Like, isn't that easy? Easy answer. Yeah, I know. Also, definitely getting the mafia vibes of the loyalty. But yeah, the- I know. I know that is kind of it, it totally is. It is there, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm not saying a murder, but, I, you know, but yeah, right. it is that kind of shit. That I'm going to call on you now. If that's the. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Now I'm like, this is a nice game we've invented. Yeah. <laughs> we could dial faster. Exactly. Uh- <laughs> oh, I hope we wind up at least in a cell together. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh my god! Have you totally. ever been in jail? You know I haven't, and I am. You give like, off like protesty vibes, like you could be like Jane Fonda locked up, you know, Lily, Ta- <laughs> like that kind of thing. Right. I I feel you know I I love that I give off that vibe. Um, I think I would crumble inside, but <laughs> I do. I want to get off, give off that vibe. But I, I've never been to jail. I I have like you know I think the vibe you're picking up on is like also. Like one time, like a guy followed me home and I went inside and grabbed a cleaver and like chased him down the street. So I think like that is maybe what you're picking up That's on. That's fucking awesome. I'm like, I also was like a freak. I don't know. I think I carry myself like that because I was also like a, like a jock and like a huge kid. So like oh. my nickname was Big Jamie. <laughs> Which- <laughs> Wait, what sport did you play or what did you do? Do you run? Uh, I did all of them, but I did basketball for like 10 years. Like nice. that was like going to be my life. But then I started smoking weed and was like, I'm going to be a poet. My parents were like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I think uh, I I want to give off the vibe that I would handle myself, but I would absolutely, I would cry. I would cry. I, I would have a hard time, but I would pretend oh. like everything was, was okay. Well, but... at least you give off the vibe. That's a good vibe to give off. And yeah. like, you don't want to fuck with Jamie. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> uh, the Cleaver thing's fucking sick. Yeah, that's my like, that was only amazing because I was like, oh, I know what I am in fight or flight. Like, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> good point. That was like a true test. Yeah, yeah. This guy followed me home, thought I was like an easy target, and I went out with like cleaver. I but I was like on the phone with my friends, so I was like valley girl waving a cleaver, being like, I'm gonna chop your dick off. And like he started running, he pulled up his pants, like he was like, it could have been really bad. This, this wow. is something to call the police about. I actually yeah, did yeah. call the police about oh, it. Good. They did not like, help me. When you were like you're on the phone me. with your friend, I'm like, Did you dial 911? Like, what's the rest <laughs> of this fucking stuff? Like, was she on like that's no, fucking nuts, dude. It, it was crazy. And, you know, I, I called the police and then they came an hour later because, you know, they work so hard. And um, uh, when they came, I uh, told them what happened and they looked me up and down and they laughed and they were like, yeah, I think he's probably more afraid of you. And I was like, I watched Law & Order SVU. Like, he's yeah. going to come back as like revenge. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I slept with a knife next to my bed for a long time. Uh, now I have a baseball bat, (laughs) but anyway, that's, I think that's the vibe is the baseball bat sleeping with a knife vibe. I love it. Have you been to jail? I, (laughs) I've never been to jail. I've been detained by secret service as far as, uh, yeah, my friends and I, I went, actually my friend and I went protesting, um, when we were 19, we were freshman year in college. Uh, George W. Bush was, um, 
going for his second term and he came he decided to come to our hometown and for some reason we were like not on our fucking watch like not on my front you know what i mean so we <laughs> we made we made these signs about the iraq war and we like made them all funny like sarcastic and and like we it's were like jamie's fault <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know what it meant but i wrote that on a sign in blood and i was like where is that coming from and i heard i heard it in an australian accent in my head it was real weird <laughs> real fucking weird uh -huh. um so we wrote we made all these signs like idiots and we drove there to go pro and they and they were doing it at this um this place uh, outside of one of the sister high schools because there's three mm -hmm. high schools in my town and it was east north and south and north was where the rich kids went and they had this huge stadium built by the dude who was embezzling money who was like the the fucking um uh head of the school district basically who got arrested mm -hmm. by the fbi like years later so Bush is there, his like people are gonna do whatever. And uh we went there with signs and we were the only two fucking idiots protesting because we forgot Stop. our yeah. Our town was the only Republican county in New Jersey. And oh we just God. didn't we we thought somebody, you know what I mean? Like we were like heavy into you know. So we were like, fuck it, no, we're doing this shit. And we we went and we stood outside with the signs, and then we were gonna follow everybody in and they were giving a shit, and then uh, they were like, um, oh, you can't go in with those signs, but if you want to go in, you can go in. And we're like, oh, okay. And they ripped up our sign. Security ripped up the signs that we made. Um, and then, but I had uh, a sign hidden in my hoodie. So <laughs> when we walked in, I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like held up the God. signs. And then um, his daughters were on stage and you could hear like a pin drop. And I told my friend, we should shout your dad's a murderer. And he did it. And before I like I could tell him that security was like dressed down behind us and man, they grabbed us, fucking cuffed us, walked and like people were applauding. Yeah, because we were shouting stuff during the whole thing. Like we were like, you know, being dicks. And then um, but like I remember people applauding and my friend's mom, who I went to high, like was like applauding my arrest. And I was like, fuck you. Like, this is oh insane. Yeah. Wow, then, um, that is sick. Wait, that yeah. is very sick, though. And we were in the paper the next day, and I had to. Um, and his parents were super conservative, so he calls me and he's like, "Dude, oh no, no, no! My mom knocks on my door, and she's. It was like Sunday morning, and she was like, you 'You're in the paper. You got to go get Sean.' And I was oh like, God. "What?" And it was like seven o'clock in the morning, and I looked, and I was like, "Our names are in the paper. Our pictures of being like walk. I still have it." And um. And I called my friend and I was like, dude, I got to come get you right now. Like grab the paper and make sure your parents don't see it. He grabbed everyone's newspaper in the cul-de-sac and I drove and he just threw like all these newspapers in the backseat of my car. And I fucking hauled ass uh, back to TCNJ and his parents to this day don't know. Oh, wait, that is so sick. That is like yeah, some Ferris Bueller ass shit. That is so cool. Whoa. <laughs> I love that you just said that. That's great. Yeah, it was nuts. It was, it was like our, and everybody that we went to like, like this, th this news fucking traveled like insanely. My girlfriend at the time was like, she found out from somebody before I could tell her. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't even get to say it. And she was just like, oh my God, did you fucking get a red? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So it was that was it. That was the only time I've ever been, you know. That's a pretty good one. If you're, that's a pretty good one. Thank you. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not too I, bad. I have friends that got arrested because they forgot to pay a ticket and they jumped a turnstile. So like that is way oh. cooler. Yeah. Oh so, shit. Yeah. That's nuts. Apparently, yeah. But I accidentally broke the um the median the, the not even the whatever it's called the the um 
you know when you're going through an easy pass and the thing comes down oh yeah oh how did you do that um because i was an idiot and i was i so every other easy pass station didn't have that shit right and mm -hmm. it was my first time in a car in my car driving oh my to new God. york so uh -huh. I drove to New York at like 17 or whatever. And then I was coming home and I thought I was a fucking badass. And I was speeding through the easy pass and uh, I can't see shit. So I didn't see this until it was too late. And I screamed and then <laughs> and, and it hit my car. Oh <laughs> like, my God. And I never got like nothing. I don't know if I was going to, or I don't know. I have no idea, but I just saw it too late, screamed, clutched the wheel. <laughs> hit it full on and then kept going well that's the way to do it yeah that was my uh, yeah <laughs> then there was another time too my friends and i ran out of money but we had a box of chocolates and we were like my one friend was like yeah you can fake it out if you if you drive fast and honk and pretend like you're throwing something out the window oh, and i my god was too nervous and I was never nervous about shit, but like I, but at the time I just couldn't get the order right in my head. So like, we weren't even that we weren't even like up to the thing yet, but I like gunned it and I was doing like 75 and I laid on my horn and grabbed the chocolate and threw it out the window. And he was like, no, no, no. He's like, you're supposed to like slow honk. And then, and then throw. No, I was just like, I just full God. force yeah wow that's a hack that's the it's the chocolate hack yes yeah don't have and to pay yeah <laughs> yeah we didn't get in trouble for that either i don't know if they thought i was a lunatic they're like oh, this guy's an idiot i don't, I don't want to do anything but thanks wow. for the free chocolate yeah um, i can't believe we've almost been talking for two hours i feel bad for keeping you over um i think oh, i told oh you it's gonna be an hour yeah. No, no, it's I, I've had such a great time. And oh. uh, thank you for for talking with me. I think yeah. we got real. I think we got real deep with our dad. We did. So, yeah, that was much. <laughs> I appreciate it. That was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you the last three questions. I ask every guest on the show. Staple of the show. Mm -hmm. uh, first question, a bit of a softball. If you can go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Oh, my God. Wait. OK. I just want to say this one anecdote. I sure recently last week went back to my high school for the first time in 13 years and wow. i got back this letter that i wrote to myself my senior year of high school and it was 17 and honestly it's 17 year old me wrote it and i thought it was going to be really mean and cynical and i open it and it's so sweet and actually younger me gave 30 year old me advice uh oh. and uh and it is something i it's just funny i actually need to hear it but it was, uh, and I, I needed to hear it. It was, um, don't not do something because you think it's too hard. Oh so, my God. That's beautiful. I know. I know. I, I, this happened last week. I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm like trying to paint myself as this badass, like smoking cigarettes, but I'm like the biggest softie ever. Like I, yeah. I read that. I was like, bitch, shut up. Like, what? yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, and also yeah. people are usually mean to themselves. You were really like, you had the forethought to be like, yeah, I'm going to be really sweet to me. I know. And, and I signed it. I love you and all of your mistakes. What the oh my God. That is super sweet. Oh, okay. Anyway, sorry. I didn't. Yeah, no, that. no, no. Second question is what had to end in your life, good or bad that led you to where you are today? Ugh. um, I mean, so many things, uh, uh, I mean, it's so funny. I mean, honestly, I, I, I like had to 
you know, get sober. Probably that's oh, what okay. had to end. Probably <laughs> to get I feel like that's no, no. I mean, I, I hear you. I feel like that's a that's a good answer and and one that everybody seems to struggle with. Yeah, yeah. That's like I had to do that to like be honest with myself. I didn't know how to be honest with myself and continue doing other stuff. Uh, right. So yeah, whatever that. <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. what you, you're like just just a small task. Just Nothing a small, huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just little you know. hurdle. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. Not, not loaded at all. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, and the third question ties into the show. So if this was a genuine dystopia, more so than it already is. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's getting a little weirder every day. And I didn't intend it to. Mm -hmm. when I named this thing. So um, <laughs> but if this was if this was a genuine dystopia, you woke up the next day, and you found out it's everybody's last day on Earth. Uh, what would be happening? Do you think it would be a government collapse? Comet heading toward Earth? Aliens? Uh, climate change, whatever's going on, and how would be your epic death? How would you want to go out? Oh my god, just fucking quickly, man! Uh, I thought you were gonna but... say just fucking, and I was oh, like, bold. Oh my god, bold. no, I <laughs> <Jesus> mean, Christ, <laughs> you're like, holy you're shit, like, Jamie. are you okay? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. No, no. It's like, <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> ew, <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, ew, gross. That would be terrible. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I mean, I would want it to be quick, but uh, yeah. I, I think, you know, I don't know. You want to die surrounded by everyone you love. I, sure. I, I want to be, you know, like, you know, by the ocean eating a sandwich uh, nice. with my dog and, and my boyfriend. Nice. Uh, <laughs> him too. But yeah. <laughs> And and my boyfriend, hey Brooke, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're totally with me. This is a nervous yeah. laughter, and you're like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but yeah, what's your cute. answer? How do you want to go? I've never answered it, and I don't think I no, I don't think I'm going to do it yet. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> fair, fair. I appreciate I'm... you. Not a lot of people ever ask, so that's uh, nice of you to ask. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you, maybe I'll you'll be the no. I've never answered it yet. I haven't answered it yet. Okay, I have, okay. think I I think I have a couple different ideas, but I, I, uh, the quickest, I like everybody's answer when they say they want to go quick like yeah. that. Like they're, they're winning me over on, cause in my head, I think I would always be like, oh man, something fucking cool. Right. Like an, like something happening. And then I think about it. I'm like, man, that'd be drawn out. Like that's a long fucking death. Like, I, like everyone that got that alert on their phone for Hawaii, like the fake oh. alert. I, I don't even tell me. Just right. like, just don't, I, what am I going to do? What the right. hell am I going to do in five minutes? Exactly. Just, I, I, I don't want to end my life being terrified. I just agree. Like, you know, um, that's me saying, I don't want the government to tell me anything. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Keep it a secret, buddy. Lock up those files. I don't want to read them. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to read them. I'm I completely good. agree. Yeah, there's yeah. no fucking reason why you need it. Like, oh, by the way, you have till Tuesday. Great, a fucking deadline you're giving me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. You know, goddamn guys. I, I'm like, I'd rather just not. I'd rather not know because what that won't, that won't hurt me. Uh, yeah. You know. Anyway. Agreed. So awesome. yeah. <laughs> um, seriously, thank you so much. You're you're a blast to talk to. So uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, oh, hang out so backstage fun. like two seconds, by the way, because I do oh, want to yeah. tell you. Yeah, I want to tell you that one thing and then whatever. Um, guys, thanks for watching the show. Um, uh, you know, sign up on Apple Podcasts. I suck at this part, by the way. Uh, sign up on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Because I know I could just feel you. What, like, what is he doing? Is he trying what? to sell his <laughs> shit? Or, uh, 
<laughs> just it's a little of both it's awful. i'm just taking notes i'm just taking yeah. notes yeah keep you're doing great you're doing great just keep going yep, yep. <laughs> selling it selling it uh apple podcast youtube spotify um and also we've got the ms benefit coming up march 1st um 9 p.m to march 2nd 9 p.m i'll be awake for 24 hours we have a bunch of celebrity guests on um if you would like to join us that'd be very nice jamie uh, no pressure not going to try to guilt you into doing it live now uh, <laughs> can you believe she said no to ms people what am i <laughs> god oh the worst yeah um but but yeah, yeah, we got the MS benefit. We're going to have the link out there soon. If you guys could donate early, that'd be great too because we're trying to raise money to fight MS, not for MS, as many people have assumed. Uh, now, uh, I, now I don't want to do it. Yeah. Right, yeah. I know. You were for it. You were for it. <laughs> She's trying to help it. Yeah. Um, thanks for watching, everybody. Um, check out Jamie on TikTok. What's your TikTok? Oh, it's Jamie Biatch. Jamie, it's Jamie Biatch. Or, I love that. Un unfortunately, yeah. But anyway, that's what it is. <laughs> that's your TikTok. Check yeah. it out. Um, have a good night, guys. Peace. I don't know.